Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Son of the Living God, how you doing? So what's up, Benny? It's been two weeks since you've been on the broadcast. How's it going? It's been a fight, but you know what? That's what it is. <laughs> Are you fighting the good fight of faith? Yeah, and guess what? Faith works. <laughs> um, Full armor of God, even the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, are more necessary now, guys, than ever before in Christianity. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's the Great Tribulation. That full armor being Christ in us, coming out of us. Like, it's just so prominent that he's trying to shift us, me, my friends, and the people that I'm talking to from signs and wonders out here to Christ in here, the mm. sign and wonder. That's like, good. He's so, the shift is from words of knowledge to you are Christ. Uh, one with Christ. One with Christ. It's just everywhere I look. Even when I'm, even when I'm in the midst of a battle and struggling, he's still like Christ in me, the hope of glory, and um, and that we are one. Like he's always the co-laboring. That we are one. Like some of my friends will all of a sudden just have overwhelming feelings, and I'm like. And it's like for the nations or for me or for, um, and it's like, and it's you're feeling the father's emotions. That's, that's the desires of your heart. If you're crucified. Yeah. Yeah. The desires of your heart being one with the father's and it's like, it's theirs. It's completely theirs, but it's com also completely the father's. They're like, oh my God. The Lord loves the nations so much because they're experiencing that love. Um, River of life through all nations, tribes, and tongues. One more thing. I had a dream where it was a prison scenario and it was in the depths of the earth and it was torturous. Hmm. And it was bad and everybody wants to get out of that. Of course they do. So then we fought and we fought we got out of that situation then we come into this next level where it's really open it's comfortable it's nice but we can't see the sky and i'm like oh let's keep going like i can see the door where the sky is but everyone was like no rising from the dead don't go out there because as soon as i went out there that's when death and disease hit like it just attacked you immediately like I was carrying a baby and because Prison escape from religion because I went out there the baby started like losing teeth and I can honestly say that as I'm fighting out of religion as I'm and the Lord's been very specifically pointedly saying that you're actually fighting out of original sin like what you were born with has your DNA being rewritten healed so that you cannot Simply healed yeah that's what I mean. Um, and so no one wanted to leave that layer of the prison. Everything was comfortable there. Human nature. But I was like, what about the sky? 
And um, that's the place. But be. I even was like sorry that I went out there because of what happened to this child. Don't make you and feel bad so about like, it. Yeah. Uh, and so that's definitely what I and a bunch of my friends where we just like tend to have the same thing, like we're in the same seasons of life where we're fighting a lot of the same battles. You need brothers and sisters in arms. Yeah. You cannot do this alone. And uh, there was just a major hit of like death and sickness. It's death in the form of sickness. My blood sugars and diabetes and things. Well, those that are with crazy intimate with religion, it says in the book of Revelation, are thrown on a sick bed with Jezebel, which is the religious principality that we're wrestling with in the United States of America. All sickness and disease is of religion. It says that in the Bible. Serious stuff, you guys. So those are my things. Can I? Thanks, Benny. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. The drink offering. You guys have been drinking, you know how to drink? The cup of salvation, the cup of the new covenant, the cup of joy, the only cup that's genuinely persecuted. Every other type of persecution that's against any other thing is false. True persecution only comes against one thing. The blood covenant. The cup of his blood. Drink it, all of you. It's the cup of wine. It's the cup of the river of life. Have you learned how to drink? That is the most important thing to your days, every day. Waking up in the river of life, going in the flow of the river of life. Out of your hearts proceed rivers of living waters, John 7:38. That is the entry point of salvation, and that is every step of glorification, of going from glory to glory along the way, in the truth, in the resurrection from the dead, in the overcoming of all spiritual Egypt of religion, in spiritual Sodom of rebellion of this entire Babylon the great universe, world. The third heaven is drowning the second heaven with the sapphire sea and has been since he was crucified. It's an ever-increasing glory. The only way Satan and his angels could dam up the mid-heavens is by religion, organized religion. And they were incredibly successful to the point that in the dark ages, life expectancy was less than, you know, in ancient times. <laughs> than in Abraham's time, than in Jesus' time. In the dark ages of religion, in the Roman Catholic oppression of Jesuit sorcery, and Freemasonry, and just the royal families of Europe, and the oppression of the of poor, and the oppression of the peasants, and the separation of classes is so severe. And you know, it still lingers on in the nations to this day. We, we're not out the other side, friends. It's still a very, very dangerous time to be alive. This, in fact, is the time in the scriptures called the Great Tribulation. Tribulation is the word, if you study it out in Greek, pressure. It's not left behind series. It's not Timothy McVeigh or whatever that goofball is. 
That's all doctrines of demons. There is no rapture. <laughs> I'm raptured continuously. Rapture is the highest state of prayer living above the snake line in the highway of holiness. You should be living a lifestyle of rapture. Because that's what the spirit of holiness raises you from the dead to do. Okay? Great tribulation, great rapture. Coming out of the great pressure. And what's the pressure? I was sitting in a chair today and I saw a vision of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane sweating blood where the pressure of obedience to his father was so strong and the fallen angels through the starlight and the sorcery pressing upon his human body his likeness of sinful flesh like it says in Hebrews 1 even though there's no sin in him because the sin in you is determined by what's in your soul because it's not determined by biological flesh otherwise animals and chimpanzees and squirrels would be sinners but they're not they're subject to the humans and what's in their soul all sin is in the soul it's not has nothing to do with the flesh <laughs> so obviously Jesus Christ was in the flesh otherwise there's no forgiveness of sin he's in the spirit perfect spirit perfect soul he's walking in the seven spirits of God as he says in the scriptures, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to preach the good news to the poor, to raise the dead, heal the sick, to cleanse the lepers, and to tell everyone the time of eternal jubilee has come. And here he is, that perfect man, our Lord, our King, our Judge, our Friend, our Bridegroom, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the flawless one, the perfect one, the righteous one, the Messiah. And he's sweating blood. That is great tribulation. That pressure to sin. But there's no possible way the angel of the Lord was going to sin. <laughs> it's not even possible. <laughs> because he is the angel of the Lord. He is the creator of the heavens and the earth. And there he was, wrapped in his own creation for you. Coming in a weak human body in his mother's DNA. Born of the Holy Spirit, so he had no sin nature, because your sin nature is passed down, obviously, from your father. Otherwise, Jesus would be a sinner like us. But he was born of the Holy Spirit, wrapped in his mother's DNA, so he had a human body, never sinned once, resisted it even unto death and death on the cross, which is the most horrific and painful way you could possibly die. It's true. They filleted him, you know, the cat of nine tails upon his back, just ripped out his organs. Not a single bone was broken, but he was mutilated for our transgressions. He was mutilated beyond being recognized as a human being. And he was hung naked. He didn't have the loincloth on like you see in the stupid Catholic paintings. He was naked. That's the Creator. That's God for you, you know? I mean, that'll mess you up when you understand His sacrifice and what He did for us. I mean, that's great tribulation. So, if you have that in your mind's eye, right in your forehead, right in your mind, 
You can endure all hostility from wicked sinners and religious hypocrites in America and all these dogs and sorcerers in Babylon the Great. It's nothing. I mean, I experienced the cross in open vision just three months after I was born again, two days in a row. And I saw Jesus hanging on the cross in open vision, experiencing the pain and the horror, and this just his death and dying for us. The Holy Spirit showed me that because that was important to the Holy Spirit that I knew that right away and that was in the foundation of my Christianity when I saw that open vision in the year 2000. And I've had so many visions because I am a prophet of God and it's just non-stop of seeing because that's what prophets do. We see. We don't see by our brains. We don't see by anything in the natural realm. We don't see by the news. We don't care what CNN says or Fox News. Nothing of the natural realm influences a true prophet of God. We influence the natural realm. And they can twist it, manipulate it, and bite at it, but you know what? The more accurately you tell the truth in the spirit of prophecy, which is the Word of God, the higher you stay in the glory. So, since we're faithful and true and loyal to God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, Christ which is the glory, do you understand? The glory is Jesus Himself. It's not a warm, fuzzy feeling. <laughs> the glory is not so we can feel good about ourselves and feel drunk. <laughs> it's not just stupid hedonism. It's actually the person, God. God is the glory. <laughs> so when people abuse the glory and think it's just here for enjoyment, like they abuse drugs and alcohol and sex, they're the most pitied of fools because soon they're just wiped out the face of the earth. Because the glory of God is the God of war. Psalms 24. Who is this King of glory? It is written, He is the Lord of glory and the God of war, the King of glory. Open wide your gates so the King of glory can come in. That's Old Covenant. In the Old Covenant, the King of glory was outside in. Okay? True. New Covenant, you're born of the Spirit where? In your heart, John 7:38, the King of glory is inside out. Your bodies are the temples of the glory, it is written in Scripture. So all this God outside-mindedness is Galatians 3.1 bewitchment. So it's a lot of bewitchment out there. The entire charismatic church is bewitched. Entirely. They don't even know about the rivers of creative power that are within their hearts because their minds are unrenewed and they gape about in darkness looking for the next touch from God on the outside. That's as bewitched as you can get and still be saved. <laughs> but it's not ideal. It is not good. It is not healthy. It is confusing. It is miserable. I see thousands and tens of thousands of people just walking around in darkness. And these are born again, speaking in tongues, Christians really trying to fight the good fight of faith and do good winning spiritual warfare. 
you know, if I just pray the right prayers and do the right things, then God will heal my land. If I fast enough and read my Bible enough and do enough good things, then I'll be a successful Christian and God will approve of me. <laughs> it's funny to me because it's so real to these American Christians, but it's the furthest thing from real Christianity. It sounds like Christianity, but it's not. Real Christianity is the cross. Like Moses holding up the rod so that everyone can cross the Red Sea. You get it? That's the cross. All Christianity is through His sacrifice. All glory, all angel power, all bread, all wine, all life <laughs> is through His cross. It's not an elementary teaching. It's advanced righteousness of the priesthood of Melchizedek of the hot bread and the hot wine of His body and blood. It's advanced righteousness. Moving past elementary teaching, it says in Hebrews, we go into advanced righteousness, advanced training in righteousness. That's a verse in the book of Hebrews. Moving past elementary things. What are the elementary things? Baptisms, laying on of hands, speaking in tongues, signs, miracles, wonders, healings. <laughs> Those are the elementary things. And what is advanced training in righteousness? Bride of Christ. It is your ruling and reigning over the nations. Over the nations. For if you are born of the Spirit of God, which is born again, you are always above. Who deceived you and told you you're below? That you had to work your way up above. To be in the clouds, in the skyline, in the highway of holiness, in the glory of God above the curse of the fall, above the light of the sun and the moon and the stars. Who told you you were below? The serpent you placed in the garden, God, he told me. Get the serpent out of your forehead. Stop being an Egyptian pharaoh. <laughs> Amen. That cobra comes right out his forehead, which is the mind. The unrenewed mind is a serpent in the garden. It always bites at the mind of Christ. The book of Romans says the unrenewed mind wars against the renewed mind. The carnal mind, the meatball brain, always is at war against the spiritual mind called the bright and morning star. Jesus Christ, red letters. Revelation chapter 22. I am the roots of David and the bright morning star. What are the roots of David? It is written, Isaiah 11 verse 2. The seven spirits of God. Wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge, the fear of the Lord and the spirit of the Lord. The menorah of salvation, the fullness of the Holy Ghost from within our hearts and through our souls, which are seven interior mansions, that this becomes the glorified soul house of the living Father on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. 
every single one of you will be glorified by the seven spirits of God. This is not just for the mystics. This is not just for the sons of God. You are all the sons and daughters of the living God. You are all mystics. What is the mystic secret? It is written. It is the gospel. The gospel. That's a verse. Google it. The mystic secret, Christians, is simply the gospel of God. Not the gospel of man. Certainly not the gospel of the Catholic Church or the gospel of the evangelical free church in America. Not the gospel of man's denominations, but the gospel of heavenly Jerusalem. The gospel of the Lamb's book of life. The gospel of glory. Oh, glory to God. The gospel of the spiritual mind of Christ. That gospel is salvation to everyone who hears it and believes. Many people have heard many other gospels. For savage wolves have been sent out into all the nations from Satan to deceive the nations against the true gospel and against the true apostles and prophets and sons of God against the true kings and judges and priests in the order of Melchizedek. For we're a huge kingdom, gigantic kingdom. And the higher you are in the glory, the more powerful your words. Because your words become the very words of the living Father on earth. You even become the great white eagle. You are what you eat. This is the bread of heaven. This is the bread of the Holy of Holies, of the throne room of the living God. If you eat this bread, you'll metamorphosize into a throne room being, like a living creature. People are scared to become living creatures, but 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If anyone's in Christ, they become a new creature altogether. The old has passed and the new has come. You have no choice. This is salvation. And it's wonderful. It's not scary. It's only scary because you don't believe. And you've been filled with Babylonian lies. And as you come out of Babylon the Great, you'll come into Mount Zion, city of innumerable angels, city of peace, Salem, Shalom peace, city of rejoicing, city of continuous celebration of the Lamb that was slain. Amen. The slain lamb. It's a celebration. We're feasting on his blood. We're feasting on his flesh. He's our Passover lamb. What house rejects eating? The Passover lamb is a house that will burn in the lake of fire and their posterity will be cut off from the earth. I tell you the truth. There is no salvation except through the Passover lamb. And his name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Messiah of Israel. It's true. We feast on His flesh so much because I have to, because I'm attacked so much because of the calling on my life. I have no choice but to become this thing, like a warring prophet, just like a King David, just warring with the sword of the Spirit in the New Covenant, with all the power of the armory of heavenly Jerusalem, and just training Joel's army, tra training the army of the Lord, how to get powerful in the full armor of God, how to get powerful in the sword of the Spirit, never taking their armor off, never putting their sword down, growing in the Word of God, growing in the wine of God, growing in the priesthood of Melchizedek, 
growing in the river of life, growing in the tree of life, growing in fruit production, and fruit that lasts. The weather's every storm, the great tribulation can throw at you. <laughs> Everything that tempts your human nature that is still yet uncircumcised from your minds. <laughs> Anyone who says they're without sin makes God to be a liar, First John. Which means, listen, when we're transfigured, as he was transfigured, you'll be in the kingdom age. We're not in the kingdom age yet. We're in the great tribulation and the great harvest of the end times. We got a few years ahead of us. People are scared of getting nuked by North Korea all over Western civilization right now. And this is just the beginning. It's not going to get any better. It's going to get terribly worse. People will die because of panic, it is written. They'll die out of fear, it is written. Fear, you think North Korea is a threat? Wait till you see these gods that you've served in America with your sexual immorality. Have you seen an incubus and succubus demon face to face? These people's hearts will just explode through their chests thinking that Sodom was such a cool place of rebellion, of sexual morality, and heroin, and cocaine, and marijuana, and alcohol abuse. You're about to meet your gods, Babylon. <laughs> and they're demons. And I see them, but you don't. But you will. It'll put the fear of God before their eyes, and they'll find refuge only through the cross. The true priests of the order of Melchizedek, not just me, but many other mighty men and mighty men and women of God worldwide, will be holding up Moses' rod and drowning people with the Red Sea, and everyone will cross the Red Sea through the cross of Christ crucified into heaven on earth, and they'll be sealed on their foreheads, Jesus Christ, just as it is written, with the mind of Christ. And they'll be sealed inside the marriage chambers of Jesus Christ in this great harvest, the next several years. You got years. This isn't just, oh my God, right now I'm gonna die. Yeah, you might die because of fear. In car accidents, there's accidents happening all the time. There's terrible things happening everywhere. It's just, it's horrible. Babylon the Great is hell. It's Satan's heaven and people have enjoyed it, but it's a demonic place, a place full of devilry. We'll come into Zion and it'll be a place full of peace, love, joy, rejoicing and feasting and celebration. But the vast majority of people are not in Zion in their souls or their minds or their bodies yet. The prophets, the Joshua's and the Caleb's and the warriors of Jesus Christ as mighty men, the dread champions have gone ahead and have cleared the path and have the good report that we can take this whole universe. We can take the heavens, we can take the earth. I know it so easily. So easily. We got this. Don't believe the negativity that it's the world's too far gone, that we need a rapture. That's a doctrine of demons. That's what the cowards and the false prophets say. We can easily take this whole world. <laughs> and that's what we're doing. And the devil knows I know that and I can teach that and train an army to do that. And he's scared out of his mind of Red Letter Ministries. And that's why we're the most persecuted ministry in the world. It's true. Not even David Hogan's persecuted more than me. Because this Joel's army, predestined for a day in 1981, wowzers. 
This is the end of human civilization and the beginning of divine civilization. I tell you the truth. <laughs> you might not believe me right now, but give it some time, have a few more experiences in life, you will. You'll come back to me someday if you don't believe me right now through what you suffer. And you'll know, I'm telling you the truth. This is the end. The Great Tribulation is the end of human civilization and the beginning of divine civilization worldwide. The Kingdom Age. The Day of the Lord. It's true. You can easily tell by your Gregorian calendar because it's been 6,000 years since Adam and 2,000 years since Jesus Christ, which means you're in the final day, the seventh day, the third day since Jesus, the seventh day since Adam, for a day is as a thousand years, you're actually in the very beginning of the day of the Holy Spirit, the day of the Lord. Where the kingdom people, the holy people, Daniel chapter 7, inherit the universe. Inherit the heavens, inherit the earth, all stars and sands, Abraham's covenant of faith fulfilled in this righteous generation. I tell you the truth. That's what the blood of Jesus actually purchased for us. Ask, and you shall receive the nations which are bloodlines as your inheritance. All of them, worldwide. Because the river of life is the bloodlines of Jesus Christ the Messiah, shared with us. What do you have flowing through your hearts? The river of life? Awesome. Me too. Be blessed in the river of life. If you need more of a foundation for this advanced righteousness, 183 MP3 Mystic School, Advanced Righteousness of the Priesthood of Melchizedek, it will help you. This is the real deal. This is Joel's army. This is the takeover of civilization. This is what the anointing's doing. This isn't man's idea. This is God the Father, the heavenly Sanhedrin, and Jesus Christ's idea. RedButterMen.com. Be blessed. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.